Hi, this is Norm Augustinus. I'm sorry I missed your call. After tone, leave your name and number. I'll get back to you. Hi, Norm. A couple of years ago, I went to Disneyland in Orlando, Florida. My parents bought airline tickets, we packed our bags, and we were off. Norm, while I was sitting inside the airplane, I told my mother that I had to go to the bathroom. My mother walked me down the aisle and to the bathroom and told me she'd wait outside the door. I had never been inside a passenger plane toilet before. After I locked the door, I pulled my pants off and aimed my posh sweet ass at the toilet. When I sat atop the toilet, the toilet collapsed. Before I knew what was happening, I was bouncing up and down atop the floor in the airplane loo. I started screaming for help. My mother was beating on the door and yelling. I heard the airline chimes ring out again and again. The captain was saying something but for the life of me I couldn't understand even one word. I was bouncing up and down and down and up. I wanted whatever was happening to me to stop, but a piece of me wanted it to go on forever. Eventually, the air marshal broke down the toilet door. When he entered the toilet, he saw me violently moving up and down off the floor. I was crying and my mascara was running down my young face. Normit took the air marshal and eight volunteers to pull me off the floor and out of the toilet. It was a nightmare. According to the FAA, a male baggage attendant removed the real toilet at the terminal. This person then replaced the actual working toilet with a thin paper mache toilet designed to collapse when sat on. When the paper mache toilet collapsed, my tight juicy cunt took all 11 inches of his enormous stick that protruded out of the toilet floor. The authorities told my father that the baggage attendant had climbed into the fiberglass tank that held the sewage just below the toilet. I was humped from below for over 90 minutes. When they pulled my body off his extremely wide and long schlong, he came. The air marshal beat the man's cock with a high heel shoe borrowed from one of the female passengers. I was wet, covered in cum, and there were hundreds of pieces of his paper mache toilet all over me. Norm I came over 100 times. For every orgasm, I heard an airline chime go off inside my head. I have an audio clip of that terrifying moment. I'll play it now. That is the end of the audio clip. My father collected up all the bits of paper mache toilet and he has reconstructed the toilet and it now sits in my bedroom between my bed and my sister's bed. We use the paper toilet bowl as a place to store our used up double D dildo batteries. I hope you get this message. I call and leave messages but you don't call me back. You can call me cum panty. All my friends call me cum panty. Norm I'm going to pull the pin on a Vietnam era hand grenade and I'm going to drop it my parakeet's cage. Bye. End of messages. He wishes he could have killed his grandmother. His mother says everything he touches turns to shit. He's been to jail, spent 24 hours in a mental institution, and unsuccessfully tried to kill himself three times. And now, live via the internet, abso-fucking-looting-free, Norm Augustinus. Give me a couple seconds.
Let me tell you something before I begin. Whatever it is I begin, whatever it is I do, you never want to be around a chick, some woman, somebody you picked up at some shithole, some chick you found at some local pub, some bar, some club, some nightclub, something, some wherever the shithole place you go where they serve booze and there's pussy all around and there's a jukebox playing. You don't ever want to be around a woman that has a three-wick candle. You're saying, what's a three-wick candle? A three-wick candle is filled with all kinds of wax and paraffin, and then there's cotton wicks in there, braided cotton wicks. Now, you know, did you know that the braided cotton wicks that are inside candles that chicks buy, they're made from cotton-ventilated panels taken from fucking soiled panties? That's the shit and truth. That's the honest-to-God's truth. The chinks know this. They buy billions and billions of tons of old soiled panties from America. And then they take the soiled part out, the soiled crotch, where the cunt is making contact. The juices are dripping. She's turned on. There's soiled shit in there, cum, all kinds of stuff. They take that area and they turn that into the wicks of candles, braided wick candles, braided cotton. It's a cotton ventilated panel. And why would they do that? Well, it's been going on for a billion years, imbecile. They do that because it's another way to fuck you out of some kind of dollar, some kind of thing, something you own to fuck you and screw you psychologically so you can't think when you meet some cow in some bar and she looks so goddamn good. A fucking three-wick candle. Why would they do that? Why a three-wick candle with a braided cotton cotton candle wick? made from the cotton-ventilated panel of some American spoiled bitch with absolutely no mind whatsoever, just watching TV and watching her friends tell her how to act and what to say. But they can suck a dick. They can take a dick. And you'd do anything to do that. You'd give her all the shit you have, wouldn't you, stupid? Braided candles. Braided cotton wick candles. Well, they started out with a one-wick candle. A one-wick candle in wax, in paraffin, and it's all covered up in shit with fragrances and scents. It's in the wax. And there's the cotton ventilated panel wick, the braided cotton wick. You met her. You picked her up at some bar. You asked her to go somewhere. You're going to dazzle her and shit with your knowledge, with your savviness, your $49,000 a year. Fucking hey, man. She wants to spend that in one day to trip. You got her. There's your candle. She's got the candle. She's decided to fuck you. She lights up the candle. Now, the stench of that, that pussy wick that the chinks make is to draw you in even more, to screw you. What do they call it? Mind, mind fuck? To screw you even more, to psychologically screw you. Pheromones, pussy stink. And then you found out it couldn't cover that up. They found out it couldn't cover it up. They're, they're fucking and they're coughing. See, coughing and fucking don't go together. They're fucking, they're coughing, they're coughing more, they're they're gagging, they're trying to get air. Because of the stench of her pussy, she's got a one-wick candle in there. It's trying to disguise the stench of her cunt with this candle, with this perfumed odor. And they found out it didn't work. Men didn't come back. I'm never fucking going back there again. That's what the dude said. I've had that happen a million goddamn times. And I thought this shit through. Because years ago, I made a, like, I used the wax... And I made a mold out of my cock. 
And then I poured fucking plaster of Paris in it, and I found out if I hung these cocks, I spray painted them fucking pink, and I put purple veins on them for the veins of the cock, and I hugged these, hung these in the rows of my farm. I had 50 acres of corn, and I hung this shit in there. Not a goddamn thing would come in there. They know the score. They know what's really going on. They know the danger. The dick is the danger. Fuck the scarecrow. Just put a spotlight on his cock and pull his dick out of his fucking zippered pants. Nothing comes in there. Everybody's scared of that shit. I found this out. So they found out one wick candles won't cover the stench of their fucking. I can't stand odor, odor when I'm fucking. I don't want to smell something dead. As soon as I smell something dead, I reach for a fucking baseball bat or anything I can reach for, a fucking shower curtain rod. I reach for something because I want to protect myself. I want to kill whatever the fuck it is I'm smelling. And unfortunately, it's connected to her cunt. I never come back when a woman's pussy smells like that. Not ever. One time, this is no shit. I knocked a bitch unconscious. I said, why'd you lie to me? You told me you were fresh and free and fancy. You were none of those things. Another time I pulled my fucking, I had a little goddamn Derringer on my ankle. It's a hand, it's a little pistol. And I was one second from blowing her fucking brains out from the stink. See, stink can either make you or break you. It can either draw you into something, make it seem pleasant. It's like colors on walls and shit, light blue, red walls. They found us out. Psychologists did, did long ago. Stink can make or break whatever's going on. It can make you go nuts. I don't want to smell something fucking dead when I'm fucking. I'm breathing. I'm huffing away. I just don't want that. So chicks found out this. Manufacturers found out this. The chinks found this out. They make the candles. They're 75 cents. When they make them, they ship them here for 10 cents. And bitches will pay $25 a candle. They found out that let's go with two candle wicks. I got two wicks on this candle. They're wicks. They're made from braided cotton from the cotton-ventilated panel of soiled American chicks' panties, and they're in this fucking candle. There's two wicks now. You find her. I don't know where you found her. You're at fucking Starbucks. You're at something like that, the coffee and beanery joke. You're at some place buying fucking all-natural drinks or juice drinks. There you are. You meet this skag who set you up from the beginning. She needs you. She's got no skills, no talent, no mind, no education. She needs you no matter what. How's she going to fool you? How's she going to look still like she has some kind of, look, I, I got to come off it like I'm not desperate or something like that, man. She meets you. You got your F-250. You go back to her house, her shithole, whatever it is, covered and come. She's got two candle wicks going. She sparks them up. She lights them up. They're burning away. The fragrance is coming out. And unfortunately, you can still smell her cunt. As I said before, I can't stand a stench of cunt. I don't want it. I don't want it around me. That reminds me that this is a fucking baby factory. That what you're smelling is the fucking pipe coming out the top of a factory and all the shit's coming out of there, whatever they're making. That's a factory stink of a baby maker and I don't want that worry. I don't want to be reminded of that. I don't want to fly away like I'm on a fucking magic carpet. I just want to come. Come and come and more coming. I don't want the stench of that. I once fucking knocked a woman unconscious. I'm not kidding you. Her father was a plumber. His tools were all over the goddamn thing. I fucked her in the living room. The tools scattered all over. I knocked her unconscious when I hit her with a pipe wrench across her chin because the stench was so goddamn bad, man. I couldn't take it. 
a fucking pipe wrench. And I remember, I remember reading, reaching for a pipe bender or something. It was for copper pipes and you could bend them on these perfect angles so it could go to a 90 degree angle. I remember re initially reaching for that fucking thing. And she was looking down at me and she said, why? I said, I can't stand the stink of your cunt, man. They can't connect that. Two candle wick. Two candle, two wick candle. Made from braided cotton ventilated panels that the chinks buy here. In America, hundreds of tons of dirty soil underwear that bitches discard on a daily basis. They don't want to be reminded of what they did. They don't care where it goes. Send it over to where their period is, where all the fucking billions of eggs have been discarded from chicks on their rags. Send the panties there. Just get them away from me. Two wick candles don't work. Nobody wants to fuck her anymore. So what happened? The chinks said this. Chicks understood this. They needed it. Where there's a need, there's a market, and they start manufacturing. Chicks said, I need an industrial candle that'll really disguise the stench of my fuckhole, of my stink star, of anything it is. I need to disguise it. My asshole, there's a turd in there. It's marbleized. There's cum running in tracks and streaks and little rivers through my shit. From the last guy, I banged the fuck out. I need to disguise us. I need to fool people. That's what American women are good at. Fooling you. Disguising how dumb they are. It's sick, man. It's really spooky. So she gets a three-wick candle. And that's why they're buying three-wick candles. Three-wick candles, they found out, are able to disguise the stench of even the strongest pussy. Say this chick has taken a dick from her, he had a dick in his her ass, a dick in her cunt, he just moved it back and forth like Steve Austin, in the ass, in the cunt, in the ass, in the cunt, he just banged her the fuck out, come all over the place, she hasn't walked in a week, and they noticed it with a three-wick candle, braided fucking cotton ventilated band candle wick, they noticed that with this, the guy would come back. A man might come back because now you can't smell the stench of their pussy. It's just putting out all this fragrance, this candle, burning fragrance, burning the cotton ventilated panels, putting all this desirable shit in the air, and then you can fuck it. But brother, be careful because once that candle goes out, once you've blown your goddamn load, the candle's out. Now the stench is raw again. You're in something that smells like a massacre happened into it, like a murder happened in a fucking room five, ten years earlier. You're in that. You went back in time, and you're laying there, and there's all these dead fucking bodies and people's legs spread open. That's what it's like once a goddamn candle goes out. I once dated a chick in Tampa, Florida. This is no lie. She hears this, she'd probably be full of hate and anger. I once dated her. I came to her goddamn house. She must have had 25 or 50 fucking candles going when we were fucking. I couldn't take that. I can't take something like that, man. It's like you're on another fucking planet. It's not like you're fucking connected anymore, man. They're trying to manipulate you to such you can't even get your fucking mind right. You don't know where you are anymore, and that's what they want. I was fucking her. I couldn't think. I couldn't see nothing. And I, worst of all, what happens when they use a lot of candles and they don't give a fuck. See, candles, fire, feeds on oxygen. Without oxygen, a candle won't light. Without oxygen, there is no fire anywhere. And it sucks up the oxygen in the room. You got 25 fucking candles there, or some bimbo you found put up six three-wick candles in the room you're going to start fucking in. You can't get any air, man. 
You're gasping for fucking air because the air's being sucked up by the fire and you can't breathe and she's asking you to perform and fuck and push and fuck and pull and fuck. She's asking you, hips in, hips out, hip pull in, pull out, pull in, pull out, fuck, fuck. She's asking you to do all this shit, but you can't get any oxygen. You can't get oxygen because this imbecile, this big-titted fucking dumbass, has lit all these goddamn candles in the fucking room time to disguise her fucking cunt. Once she's got you in a license, once you've got a marriage certificate, once you're invested in a mortgage, she doesn't give a flying fuck if you wake up with a rag crossed across your nose, somehow came loose, came dislodged from her cunt. She doesn't give a flying fuck, and if it ruins the bed, she'll tell you, get a new one, stupid. Get to work. The factory just called. They need the CNC guys waiting down there in fucking front of the machine, and you ain't programmed it yet. You can't breathe with fucking candles. I don't know why bitches think this. They don't care about you. They don't care that you can't breathe. All they care is they're taking 10, 12 inches up their cunt. This is their prime objective. Their number one fucking reason for living is for you to pleasure them. Can you imagine what I'm going to tell you now? You were born. Your parents raised you. You were in sandboxes, you traveled, you played with Tonka trucks or whatever the fuck you played. You had all this curiosity and interest in life. And then you started to get older and you met a fucking animal like this who doesn't care about nothing like that. Get down there and eat out my fucking gash. Get down there and start fucking feasting on my shithole. That's what you are. I mean, that's what you become. Can't breathe and shit. Feast on my shithole. What's the colon? Colon's like five miles long, the large colon. I mean, you take that colon out of her fuckhole or out of her shithole, take her colon out of her shithole, it's five fucking feet long. It's eight feet long, her shithole. Or is it 25 feet long? I think it's more like that if I remember now. So you take that out, it's just a big pipe filled with shit. It's like a sausage that they're making in a sausage factory, and it's only partially filled with the sausage fillings. You're now got your mouth on the end of that fucking shit pipe and you're eating her asshole out. What kind of goddamn animal are you? Where is your ethics? Where is your fucking morality? Punch that bitch in the goddamn head. I remember telling her, I mean, why would you become that? Why? Why would anybody let anybody do that? I remember telling her, I can't fucking breathe. I can't breathe. I, I can't fucking breathe. She had his fancy goddamn lamp next to her bed. It was only about a foot high or a foot and a half high. It was the dumbest fucking thing I'd ever seen. It had potpourri inside the glass base of it, and then there was a butterfly in there, and a butterfly was wired to something that was potpourri and a butterfly, and there was some little fucking tiger on the bottom of it. It was all inside this glass thing she made. She said, isn't it pretty? I didn't know what the goddamn point of it meant even was. I smashed that fucking thing on her head to stop from fucking. That's an honest-to-God truth. I wouldn't admit something like that. I mean, what do I gain by admitting something like that? It makes me sound like a loon. It makes me sound detached. It makes me sound unemployable and distasteful and unwanted. But I'm telling you like it is. Three-wick fucking candles are dangerous. You don't want them around you. You come in the house, she's got three-wick candles everywhere. What does it tell you? It tells you that this chick is fucking all the time. How do you think you're, you got, how do you think you're special? How do you think you're going to come out ahead on this? You're not. You're not going to come out ahead. There's three wick candles everywhere. They're industrial strength cunt killers for the stench. And they're everywhere in the goddamn house. You know that you're in trouble. 
If you can date a chick that has no candles, doesn't need candles, and you can fuck her and walk out of that room and you don't have neurological damage, you're not having trouble walking, then you're okay. Then you've done something good. You're lucky. Congratulations. You found a winner. But candles in stores, when chicks buy these, understand what a pig she is, what a cow she is, what a poser she is. What do you do? I don't know. I work in marketing. What do you do there? I make brochures. They just like to say marketing. That's all they do. I make brochures and I try to make the payments on my Jeep, although I'm five payments fucking behind. That's what you got there. That's what a three-wick candle will show you. I need to have oxygen when I'm fucking. I want to breathe. I want to fuck them out. When I fuck and when I eat at checkout, which is rare, they're hurting. They have trouble walking. Their eyes are rolled back. Sometimes they're in a coma. If they're laying on their side, I bang them out from their side, and they can't lay on their back again for a long fucking time. They're in a fetal position, and they think they've been in a plane crash. They don't know what happened. They just don't know. Let me tell you something. I tell you, I never eat a bitch out, and I don't. I won't go down there. I'm not going to lose my voice. I've got a silky smooth voice. Everyone knows the voice of Norm Augustinus, and I'm not going to destroy my voice by trying to please some slut that I found somewhere. Her mom's a whore. Her grandmother was a whore. And the mother before her was a whore. Their great-grandmother was a whore. They're all fucking whores. That's all they passed down. That's what they are. When I eat a bitch out, it's rare, and I have to be wasted. I'm either wasting an acid, fuck, lysergic acid. I'm wasting fucking heroin. I'm blown off from fucking on pecaning paralyzer, 97% THC. When I eat her out, that means I'm gone, that I could die, that I might lose myself, that I lost my ability to make real sense or make decisions. And then I have eaten them out so bad, you're going to think this is bullshit. I have licked a chick once from head to toe. You ever hear that fucking song, lick, lick, head to toe, whatever. See, maybe it don't even exist. I don't know. I have licked a chick once from the head to her toes, whatever that fucking song was. And I'd done it for hours. When I was done, I'd look to the left. There'd be a perfect fucking a, a replica, a duplicate body of her laying to the left, right from her feet all the way to her head. Because what I did was take off the outside exterior layer of epidermis and I actually removed that for, for her. I exfoliated her body with my tongue and there's an exact duplicate of her body next to me except it's just a shell of skin. I've actually done that. I wrote one time to a fucking one of these magazines. It was a science magazine and I told them I had done that and I took pictures and showed them. I thought that fucking thing would be on a cover. Nobody would believe it. I thought I'd be the number one lover in America that would be wanted. And of course, they would not publish that. They're not ever going to publish anything that can get in the way of making a fucking dollar. They're not ever going to do that. They're not ever going to tell you the truth when it comes to corporate America, ever. Not in a million years. They're not going to tell you that she's dangerous, that she could fucking skin you alive, that you're going to go goddamn broke, that they're dumb. They're never going to say that. They need to make a goddamn dollar, so they'll say anything that you tell them to say to keep selling, selling some shit. I ate her out. I kept licking her from head to toe until her entire body was sitting the fuck next to me. It was creepy. 
Looked like invasion of the body snatchers, except there was no fucking inside of the body. It was the outside epidermis from me licking this skag from head to toe because I was stupid, because I lost myself, because I had become wasted, and now I was a goddamn puppet. I was a robot for some imbecile that I found, some big-titted imbecile, walking around. My cunt is a self-cleaning oven. This is what they like to tell you today. My vagina is a self-cleaning oven. Well, bitch, it ain't cleaning very well. She says she won't douche her cunt anymore. That's the, the, the rhetoric you'll hear. It ain't fucking doing some cleaning. You better call a repairman in because your cunt goddamn reeks. You could use a douchebag. When I was a kid, I was at my grandmother Dorothea's house, way down in Delray, and she had a douchebag on the tub. They were so broke that we had to share the bathwater. That's no shit. That sounds stupid. She had a douchebag on the side of the tub. At that time, men were men and women were women. You had to fucking clean that cunt or nobody wanted you. Big rubber douchebag. It had a big rubber bulb in a long fucking stem, twice the length of a number two pencil, like a Ticonderoga number two pencil, twice the goddamn length. And I remember putting some, she had left it on the tub. Someone did. I remember putting the nozzle, the end of the tube, it was the size of a pencil. That was so it could go on their cunt and go deep. You want it to go deep, all the way to the cervix, and if further possible, further. And I remember putting that in the water and stuff and squirting the water out, and the stench was so over-fucking-whelming, I tossed the bulb across the bathroom wall because it stunk so goddamn bad. And that's when I started, I may have started to learn then, what the pussy really is. A no-nonsense guy who doesn't want that pussy. I don't want something like that around me that's still fucking alive and you're feeding it and giving it money. I just don't want that around me. It's the stinkiest douchebag I ever smelled, and they should be douchebagging today. But they'll tell you that their, oven, their vagina is a self-cleaning oven. One bitch said it, and then every bitch in the world said it. Just moved and moved and moved and moved. Well, you're going to be the loneliest whore in this fucking city slut because nobody wants to fuck a bag of shit. No one wants to fuck a flaming paper bag that's been filled with shit. I don't want that, and you don't want that either. And I want oxygen. When I fuck, I want air. I want lots of goddamn air. I don't want to have the air deprived and sucked out of the fucking room by candles that are trying to disguise her cunt. Right away, you're being duped. You're being fooled. My cunt smells good. You can have this all the time. Until you can't. Until you're with her two years and there ain't no more fucking candles in her rags and her just wipes her snatch and the fucking throws a rag in the garbage can. You don't want anything to do with that. You want to be a man. You want to eat stuff. You want to go out and have a sandwich, a salami sandwich and shit. A salami sandwich, some peppermint schnapps and coffee. You want to be a fucking man, and that's not bullshit. That's what you really are. You're not a teaspoon of fucking testosterone like these goddamn big coned idiots say. That's nothing like it. They're afraid of you. They're fucking intimidated by us. Three wick candles. If you see a bitch with a three wick candle, you're in trouble. If you come into her house, she's got a three wick candle. You're in trouble. If you get into her Jeep and she's got fucking air fresheners all over the car, you're in trouble. Someone told her fucking in the car and giving a guy a hand job and her sucking his cock off while they're in the car. This is all sexy shit. You're in trouble because that's disguised in her car. Those pine fresheners and all the other air fresheners in that fucking car, that has disguised the fucking history of the slut you picked up. She's trouble. And you're going to be in trouble. Not now. Maybe not tomorrow, but you're going to be in trouble and you're going to fucking lose something. I can't tell you how many emails I've got from people saying, 
Norm, you really helped me understand that. I realized that if I went in my room and whacked off my cock, I didn't want this bitch anymore, and then I went to my bank account and it was still intact. What the hell am I doing? You think that. What am I doing? You know, a whale had to die for her perfume. He's out there wearing her perfume. The whale, he's cutting half his cock is somewhere in fucking, I don't know where, in Canada, maybe in the Yukon, someplace like that. He didn't know. Whale's gone. Perfume's there. Dick's in the hole. At least I used to make perfume out of whale shit. They stopped it when they were going fucking extinct. So you don't want a fucking three-wick candle. I had a chink once. I was banging around. Same damn thing. You think, what a delicate little fucking China doll. She's so delicate. Little China doll. She's so fresh and shit. She went back to China. I didn't want her. She went back to China, and she asked me to, to send her some kind of memento of me that she liked. And that's when I used candle wax, and I made a mold around my cock, my 15.5-pound dick, and I poured fucking plaster of Paris, and I made one of those fucking dicks, and I painted it pink and drew purple lines on it, and I sent it back to her, and I said, enjoy this. It was out of plaster of Paris. You can do it yourself. You make it with candle wax. That's how I got the idea to hang the dicks that I put in the rows of the crops where I grew corn. That's where I got the idea. Everything that sees a dick hanging from a string is spooky. Everything about a dick hanging from a string is spooky. Yeah, I can't ever forget this and never let it go. You are in charge. You have a dick and you control this world. Always understand that. And they want that dick. When that dick is inside their cunt, think about this. Nobody really knows where the dick is originated from. Where is it coming from? Is it connected to me or is it connected to him? You don't know because the dick is concealed inside a hole and both of you are doing this moving action. You don't know if she's got the dick or you've got the dick. They don't know. They always understand that, how dangerous a dick is and we're in charge. Just pull your dick out. You pull your dick out. Let me tell you, give you an example. Say you're in a bank and shit. You're in a bank. And you don't have a gun, but you're going to rob the bank. You want the money. You don't need a gun. I just pull my pants down to my fucking ankles. I pull my 15.5 pound dick out and I command it to get hard. It grows to 18 inches fucking long. You know that when I went in there, when I, I just shouldn't have said that, but you know when they say you're to go in there and your dick is out, you don't need a goddamn gun. You think I can't walk up to a woman and say, give me all the money or you're going to get this? She's scared shitless. They're scared of fucking dicks. That's why they try to tame the dick with whatever love they think they're going to give you. They're going to tame that dick. They're scared of it. They're frightened, man. And I could walk into a bank and I could get bags of money just with my dick out. I don't need a goddamn gun. It's wonderful. I made this dick. And I put them in the aisles of my corn. I hung them on strings. I didn't have a fucking scarecrow. Nothing came around. Nothing came around. See, things outdoors, wild things and shit, they have seen people fucking outdoors for thousands of years. Human beings. They know this. They know when they see the dick in her, a big dick like mine anyways. They know that when a dick is in her hole and they fly over this shit out of the field, they see this twat with her eyes rolled back like a fucking shark eating a trigger fish, all this panting, her kneecaps are at her ears, she's undulating and making sounds, and they think, God damn, look at that guy. That fucking dick is dangerous. He's killing her. He's fucking killing her. That's what they think. That's how powerful, that's what you will possess right now in your that you have in your possession. That's a kind of unknown power you have that you're not aware of. They're trying to break you, motherfucker. They're trying to turn 
men into women, aren't they? What do you do if you want to sell a lot of cars? You're different manufacturers. You make the cars so similar to the other car, you might buy one over the other one. Well, they're trying to do the same thing with men. They're going to make them into females. You might hire one over the other one. The distinction between dumb and intellect is now dis disappearing because the one looks just like the other. You don't know, is that the dumb bitch or is that the dumb bitch? You just don't goddamn know, do you? That's what they're trying to do to you. Remember, your dick is, is very special, very special to me. And I'm proud to know you. I'm proud to know that you're in this group, uh, whatever this group is, this fucking very uh, interesting show by, of course, your your friend, Norm Augustinus, normaugustinus.com. You got to be careful. I want to tell you something. I want to move on out there. I want to go past that. I read a story that said, and I'm going to get past this real quick, and I want to start talking about things that I like to talk about. And I read a story. It was in Dirt Magazine. You don't get Dirt Magazine because Dirt Magazine is about an asshole. They call it Dirt Magazine, the female asshole and how to fuck it. It's only by subscription, not by invite only, not subscription, Like much like Gmail when Gmail first came out. It was by, by invite only. And it's called Dirt Magazine. It's about a woman's asshole. And it has different pictures and shit of assholes and what they look like. Old assholes, young assholes, not people going to the bathroom, just different things, different things to do with the asshole. There's even doctor's stories in there, and it has all kinds of contributors about the female's asshole. One particular story that I just read, which was disturbing, you might like this, I don't know, you might not like it. It said, they recently found a, a body that was now turned to rock. The, the body has been fossilized. It turned to rock. It was a female body, and next to the female body was a wagon wheel from a covered wagon, and it had turned to rock. And they found it near the Chisholm Trail. That's when everybody was going west, and they wanted to populate the west. They're getting all kinds of free land, new opportunities. The truth is that the bitch had fucked out everything on the east coast that was able to fuck, and now she's going out to California, and she's going to be the fresh new thing there, never been seen, and she's going out to California to get dick, and she'll dump that fuck who about killed himself to get her dead ass out there, and she's going out for fresh dick. She's going for West dick and West money that might be there. That's the real thing with everybody going West, the free land and all that other shit. It was about chicks wanting to get dick and trying to claim whatever they could get. So in this Dirt magazine, it said that they found this fossilized female from the era when they were all going west, and it was on the Chisholm Trail just off of it. The fo fossilized female had a wagon wheel next to her, and one of the spokes were broke off, and it said the spoke, the actual wood spoke, they were big wo wood spokes, they were made by wheel smiths at that time, and, and fucking uh, and smiths that worked with iron and steel and horseshoes and all that, and they were made by these people. One of the spokes was in her hand, and the other, they could see it was broke off the wheel. And here's what they said in the article, that she was likely trying to fix the wheel, and they were trying to fix, she was trying to repair the wheel. That's what they said. That's the really the bullshit that they laid out on us in Dirt Magazine, the nonsense. You and I both know that she wasn't trying to fix the wheel. She was throwing the fuck off the wagon train. She probably had fucked everybody in the wagon train at night when they made a circle motion when heading out west to protect themselves from the Indians. She probably had fucked everybody. She was thrown out, and that's where her body landed, and she was probably trying to fuck that wood spoke. That's the truth of it. She wasn't trying to repair it. That's absurd. She didn't have a fucking... 
She didn't have a blacksmith. She didn't have a foundry. She didn't have tools and hammers. How the fuck was she repairing this goddamn spoke? It's not true. It's a lie. But that's what they're feeding us day in and day out. And I read that in Dirt Magazine. I don't know why I wanted to talk about that here. Because it just seems so damn fucking phony. She was trying to fix the wood spoke. You can't fix a wood spoke. You have to have a blacksmith. There's a big iron band around the wood wheel. The wheel spokes have to all be handmade. You can't fix it. What was she fixing? She was using the wood spoke on her cunt like a dildo. She was trying to reach to her fucking pussy or clitoris because maybe her neck was broken or she couldn't get up in this shit. She thought, I'm going to come a couple more times, then I'm going to die on the jism trail. The, or the jism trail, the chism trail. I'm going to die here. There they are pushing the bullshit. She was trying to fix something. At a three-wick candle, you'd have found that to fuck next to her because they threw her off, everybody who didn't want her anymore on their fucking shit. So let's move on here. I want to move on. That's just something I wanted to talk about. And I want to talk about something with regards to, with regards to running flaps. This is an Indian that I've been working with, and she's been trying to help me find a friend of mine. Her name is Running Flaps. She's an Indian. And I don't know where she comes from, running flaps. Uh, she's an Indian, and she just suddenly appears when I'm out in the woods here. I live in upper northern Michigan, really in the middle of nowhere, on a hundred acres. I should stop saying that because bitches show up a lot here, and they want to take on, they want to take on my fucking 15.5 pound dick. I'm like a gunslinger. I'm like a champion gun fighter in the old west. You tell them you got a 15.5 pound dick. A chick wants to show up and see if she can take all 15 pounds, take you on. She wants to take you down. Nobody can take on my 15.5 pound dick. As I said before, most chicks can only take five to eight inches, and that's about it. Ask Google how how deep is a woman's cunt, you'll see that. If you say, hey, Google, how how deep is a woman's vagina, she'll tell you two or three inches. This is no bullshit. If you've got that, try it, and you'll see what bullshit it is. Three inches? I got fucking 14 inches and a 15.5 pounds of meat, and that's how much it weighs, and they can take all that, and then they want more and more and more. It's just more bullshit that you're being lied to. So running flaps has been trying to help me find this woman that I believe drowned with me when I was in my ice fishing shanty. The ice fishing shanty went down in the water. It sunk. Running Flaps was in the basement of my ice fishing shanty, which is really a feat in itself. There's never been an ice fishing shanty made with a basement, a basement made out of clear plastic so that while you're in there, you can see everything around you in the water. It's like real luxury. Well, the goddamn thing, the ice thawed out. It's been really warm in Michigan this year. And it broke free of the shanty, and she went down while she was playing with my sex machine, and I never found her again. I swam to the surface. I've done all kinds of shit to try to find her body, and I can't find her fucking body. I don't really know where it is. Running Flaps told me that she could find her with divining rods, the dowsing, the art of dowsing. She's an Indian. I think she's an Apache. And another woman helped me. She had a fucking big remote control submarine. That didn't work. I scuba dived down there with a garden hose. I can't, couldn't get her that way. Couldn't see her at all. I died almost because some bitch in the community toilet on the ice blew a pussy fart in the toilet. This universal toilet we all use on the ice. That hose coming out of that fucking shanty wasn't for fucking air or ventilate. It was for fucking... I think to vent out pussy farts, and I connected my hose to that, and I'm underwater, and that chick blew a pussy fart, and I got, literally, I think I got the bends. Whatever's in a cunt, and a pussy fart cunt, pussy fart in the cunt, whatever's in that, 
I breathed that in straight away when I was underwater looking for my bitch, and I got the bends. I got the pussy bends and barely made it to the surface of the water. I heard it. I heard it and felt it and immediately felt it in my brain. It was like, <laughs> that's what it sounded like. That was a pussy fart, and I breathed it in. I was really weak. I barely made it to the surface. It's been a nightmare trying to find this woman that died on my watch while she was in my ice fishing shanty. So Running Flap says to me, we're going to give it another go. And that's what we did. She's going to give it another go. In the last recording or the recording before that, I don't really know. Every time I try to go out with her, we end up fucking, and I can't get anything done. Can't get anything done. We end up fucking. So there's a big tree up here. And I thought for her, because she's an Indian, she's there's they're experts at tracking. She's an Indian squaw. There's a big tree up here that has a bald eagle nest in it, and it's 150 feet high into the bald eagle nest. A bald eagle nest, 150 feet high. I've been in it before, and I say to running flaps, would you like to go up to this, we'll climb this tree, you can use the fucking bald eagle nest, you can use your Indian skills, you've got your dowsing rods that can find water, and the reason she says she can find her is because a woman's womb can, can, can actually hold 50 gallons of water. That's how big the goddamn womb is. In dowsing rods, the art of dowsing, holding these sticks, allows them to find water. They'll just point to where the water is. And she thought that she could find her by using dowsing rods. So I say to running flaps, if we go up in this, this bald eagle nest, you'll be 150 feet high. You can hold your dowsing rods and we'll probably, we might be able to find the woman if you think it's possible. And she said, yes, let's do that. I like the sound of that. And that's what we did. Now, I loaded up all kinds of shit. I bring peppermint schnapps. I put that and mix it with coffee. I bring pecaning paralyzer dope. I bring heroin. I bring all kinds of shit, syringes. I bring all kinds of shit, spoons, grinders. I bring this to help us make our time while we're out better. And we end up going up this tree. Now, the tree, I take the Argo Frontier. It's an 18-horsepower all ATV. It's all fiberglass top. I take that. It's got two handles. And I take that to this tree so she can try to find a bitch that drowned on my watch. And I don't, I probably shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have said that, I don't think. That she disappeared on while she was with me. And I've been trying to make a real move on trying to find this chick, how where she could possibly be. So running flaps and I take the Argo Frontier. And I mean, this chick is good looking. I don't know where she lives. She just appears. I don't know where she goes. She just goes. But this chick is good looking. She's Indian. She says she's Indian. She said she was Apache and that her distant ancestors came to Michigan. When they were being persecuted out west, they traveled east and they live in the dense woods of Michigan. You don't ever want to come up here if you don't know what you're doing. You'll either get fucked or you'll get killed or you'll get lost. I'm talking a million five hundred thousand acres of forest. Do you think you can handle that? Come up here. There's brown bears. There's fucking all kinds of goddamn animals. Brown bears. There's fucking bald eagles. There's wolverines. You know what a wolverine is? It's like the most dangerous animal in the northern hemisphere. It's a little fucking animal that can that a bear is afraid of. He can tear anything to pieces. They've killed more than one person here. They've killed hundreds of people in the woods. Because they were walking in the woods. They were out there. Some chick's out there. She's going to suck somebody's cock. She's isolated them. That's what chicks do. They'll isolate you, go camping. They'll like to go camping once or twice, isolate you, reprogram you, suck your cock, and then it all takes, and you leave and go home and says, everyone says, 
What happened to Glenn? Didn't want to hang out anymore. Where'd he go? What happened? Well, he was isolated and retreated chemically and fucking mentally and emotionally. He was retreated, and now he's not the same person. I see people like that out here all the time. So Running Flap says to me, that's great. Let's do that. And, you know, it's just an attractive woman. You ever had that? Every time you see her, you just want to, you want to have sex with the person. So we get to the tree where the bald eagle nest is, and we climb up the tree. And now you got to climb this tree 150 feet high. I've been in it many times before. Running flaps goes in front of me, and I make sure of that. Now, she's got a leather fucking skirt on, a mini skirt made of leather. Honest to God, she has ponytails. I think they call them Indian braids. They're thicker. And running flaps goes ahead of me, and while she's going ahead of me, I'm looking at her panties, and I'm telling you the honest to God truth. As she's climbing branch to branch up this fucking tree to the bald eagle nest, I can hear like a sticky sound like tape tearing off and tape going on and pulling off and tearing off. And what that is is her vagina is so goddamn wet, so soaked, so turned on because she's with me that her pussy's really lubricating and her panties are like sticking on her cheeks, her ass cheeks, her ass cakes, are sticking on her cheeks, pulling off her cheeks, sticking on her cheeks, pulling off her cheeks. And I'm watching this as I'm trying to climb this tree and I start to pop a rod. I start to pop a boner because I'm watching this. It's absolutely incredible watching this. Have you ever had a chance to watch that? She's got big goosebumps and those goosebumps are incredible because what they're meant to do is, on a woman anyways, they're like little mini fucking teepees, little mini volcanoes arising from the surface of the skin and they save the perspiration and they save all the fucking vaginal lubricants that's coming out of her pussy, all her pheromones that all saved on her surface of her skin to draw you in even more. See how it works? All natural. There's no fucking three-wick candle out there with braided cotton wicks that are made by chinks from the cotton-ventilated soiled panties of American bitches, twisted fucking freaks. There's nothing like that. This is all fucking natural. We're climbing up the tree, and I'm seeing this. And every branch is a treat. I hope and hope and hope that it's slower, that it's harder. And her hands are sticky, and she comments on that. From the pine tar, it's really sticky shit that comes out of a pine tree. Now, why do they like to go so high? Because a bald eagle wants to protect his kids. And they like extremely high trees. And they like the stickiness of these trees because it does detour predators. Snakes don't like to go up a pine tree. Did you know that? Because of the pine tar. It's sticky on them. They found numerous times they found snakes and pine trees dead because they got all wrapped up in pine tar because they have a long body and they make contact with a lot of pine tar. And so it's a real protective measure for the bald eagle, except it's good for us as we're going up. Man, her thighs are getting pushed, pulled on pine tar and they pull back and snap back. It's, it's just beautiful to watch. Now, when we get to the top of the nest, she takes out her equipment. I'm talking we're 150 feet high in this bald eagle nest. She takes out her divining rods. She's a dowsing expert. She's a master at being an Indian. She is Indian. She's Apache, and she starts pointing her rods around. She's pointing the rods all over the place, and she's looking for the bitch that drowned with me. I don't really care, honestly, between you and I, I don't really care about the bitch that drowned. Right now, I'm thinking about running flaps. You know why they call her running flaps? Because her cunt lips hang down. Try to imagine two big pancakes, huge pancakes, flapjacks, whatever you call them, 
Try to imagine a huge pancake, and you cut it in half. And now you hang each half from her cunt. That's how big running flaps cunt is. It flaps like that. And I like flappy cunts like that because it grips onto your fucking cunt, onto your dick, not cunt. Grips onto your dick like fucking like a squid, like an octopus or something. It just grabs a hold of your dick. It knows what it wants. The cunt has a mind of its own. It wants cum, and it wants to be a beneficial part of society. It wants to be what it is, which is a baby manufacturer, and it really gets excited when a dick is near it. I'm looking up, man. I can see her cunt flaps. When I was climbing the tree, they're sneaking out of her fucking little panties on each side, and they're like flapping on the ends, looking for dick. It knows dick is nearby, and that tells me she's turned on. We get to the top of the nest. Running flaps on the top of the nest takes out her dividing rod, all her equipment. And she starts doing her dividing thing, making, saying things in Indian, saying whatever it is that an Indian says. I don't know anything about it. I don't profess to know anything about it. I know it always seems to sound like this. That's what running flap sounds like. Now, I'm adjusting myself on the nest. I'm adjusting myself on a nest. I give my dick a little more room. I look at my dick, and there it is. I know it's ready. I'm looking at running Flap's ass and her thighs, and she's holding these fucking rods. It's absolutely incredible. It's like a sacrifice or some shit. She's holding the divining rods, and I'm thinking, man, look at her. She looks like a sacrifice to the gods or some shit. She's absolutely beautiful. And while I'm digging through my leather bag, I got this leather bag, and I think they call it a wampum bag. I found this bag looking for fucking pussy scalps, I don't know, a couple months back. Pussy scalps are scalps that Indians have scalped from the pussy of a woman, and they were worth a fortune, and they would hang these, they would put these scalps in these fucking, in these leather bags, these wampum bags, and they would put the money bags, wampum bag, they'd put the pussy scalps in there from the white bitches that they scalped the cunt. They're out there, some fucking sand house, some sod house, some fucking house made of sticks. And she's out there, she's doing the laundry, she's cooking stew, and some Indian would come up behind her and fucking scalp her cunt right off. Now, I know it sounds violent, but it also sounds sexy too, doesn't it? I mean, doesn't it to you a little bit? It sure as fuck does to me. And I found this bag. And while I'm reaching around the bag, fool around the bag, I accidentally hit to pull the trigger on a fucking gun I have in the, in the leather bag. The gun is a Glock. It's uh, got a plastic thing. It's really an interesting Glock. Uh, it's a modified Glock, and it can shoot automatic. It's got a little thing that goes on the back of the Glock. I accidentally pulled the trigger in a Glock, and it's in automatic mode. And, I mean, I literally cut running flaps fucking head just about clean off. Just boom, 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 boom. And she's still holding on to the goddamn dowsing rods. Her panties... Her leather skirt, oh, she just looks fantastic. Goose pumples and all, but now there's blood running down her body and down her legs. And I have to say, before she fell over the side of the fucking bald eagle nest, off the nest, it's made of sticks. It's like six feet in fucking diameter. It's huge. Before she has a chance to fall out the nest, I see the blood running running down her, her legs. It's down to her past her, her kneecaps and going to her calves. And I look at that, and I must be twisted. Because it reminds me of the time that I banged a couple women out who were on their period when I was in Vietnam. I'm not shit yet. I don't know what I fucked or who it was. But I would go in tunnels and I'd fucking have the gun and I'd have a flashlight. And I'd go in there and more than once I fucked people in these tunnels. And when I pulled my cock out and turned the light on, I was covered in blood. And I figured they were on their period. I don't know how old they were, but that's what could happen when you were there. And 
before she falls the fuck over. I actually was starting to, what do they say, touch myself? Now, I got to be careful there because this is, this is entirely for fucking this is a man show. This is not a fruit show in any way. Before she falls over, the blood's going down, and then she just falls over the edge of the fucking the, the goddamn bald eagle nest. Just falls the fuck over. Now, I was getting ready to use the egg that was in the bald eagle nest. You know anything about that? Bald eagle eggs are huge, and there's a half a shell in a nest. Now, what I like to do with something like that is I take the shell. It's a half a shell. And then they're on the bald eagle nest. They've never had nothing like this. I could breathe fresh air. I don't have to worry about the stink of a pussy. I'm breathing fresh air. It's going in and out my body. I'm highly oxygenated. There's not one iota of stink up there because I'm not in some bitch's goddamn room with her lead paint in the walls and her 15 fucking three-wick fucking shank candle wicks in her goddamn room burning away trying to hide the stench of her cunt. It's like we're in a sardine can. I don't want that. And I'm looking at that shit. And she falls over the edge of it. And I was going to grind this egg. I was going to put my fist in it, grind the tip of this egg and running flaps cunt. She had huge fucking pussy flaps. You know what those flaps would have done? They'd have wrapped themselves around the edge of the egg, the, the pointy point of the egg. They'd have grabbed onto that and I'd have got her up so hard, so fast, it wouldn't have been, it would have been nuts. You can shake a stick at. It just wouldn't have made any fucking sense. Because that's the kind of mind I have. I understand who the fuck I am. I know where I'm going to. I know where I've been. I understand myself from A to Z. And that's what you need to do. You need to be in fucking charge. You need to take goddamn chances. You need to do things that you wouldn't normally goddamn do, especially with chicks. I don't want, I don't want the life you have. I just can't. I can't go that way. When running flaps falls over the side of the thing, I just, I mean, I'm just decimated her with the Glock. It's got a special little square thing. It goes on the back of the Glock. It turns it into automatic. And it was an accident. I blew the fuck out of my wampum bag, too. It's leather. It's old leather. I don't know what it is, what it's made from. Whatever was here once, maybe Buffalo. I'm not sure. It was up in up in Michigan. Whatever was here. Deer, probably. Deer pelt. I blew the fuck out of that. I just kept pulling the goddamn trigger. And I fucking, what do they say, despite yourself, cut. I, I just didn't do good there. There's going to be hours of fucking endless pleasure on that fucking nest. And when I was done fucking, when I couldn't get my cock up anymore, the beauty of a bald eagle nest is what? It's got shitloads of sticks in it of all shapes and diameters, lengths, widths. It's just like a dick. I was going to fuck her out with that. I was going to take one of the sticks because that's the mind I have. And I was just going to grind out her cunt. I'm sorry I can't get my dick up anymore running flaps. No problem. Let me just use this. I'm just going to reach over here right now. <laughs> that's the fucking stick going in and out of her goddamn cunt she's she's gone now it's not a joke i mean i've done this again and again when you take high risks when you think like you're a correspondent when you're in situations with females who want endless pleasure you think up these ideas and there is possibilities there is things that could happen repercussions that could happen and they do i can't tell you how many times i've killed females that were in my ultralight i can't tell you how many times i've had trouble when i was fucking on ice with a with a fucking spud you know what a spud is I mean, a spud is what a big steel rod with a point on it, and you chip your way through the hole in the ice. It's called a spud. I one time took the spud, and I wasn't watching. In the back of the spud, the end of it, not the point, 
I shoved it up through the chick I was going to fuck all night long under her chin and into her skull. This happened. That's an accident, though. They're always accidents. They're legitimate accidents. I just wasn't thinking. Running flaps went over the goddamn thing, and that was it. It was going to be fucking now, but I wasn't going to waste it. I had my dick out. I was covered in blood. It was somehow sexy and shit. There was blood all over the place. Like I had just popped a virgin, and I just pumped myself the fuck off. Why waste it? Why waste all the visual imagery I had? All the anticipation, all the possibility. Why waste it? I wasn't going to goddamn waste it. So I did what I, I've been trying to study is, while I was in that nest, this is no shit. I've been studying it because I've been running into running flaps, and she's been such a help to me. I've been studying a book called Smoke Signals and what they mean. It was written by somebody who was once a Comanche, and they were breaking down smoke signals and how you could send smoke signals, and that's what I did. I told them that running flaps had just died. At least I thought I did. It was two puffs, seven puffs, four puffs, and then 11 puffs in a row. And I made the puffs by starting a small fire in the nest of the bald eagle. I was sending out smoke signals to tell whatever tribe running flaps was from that she has just been deceased, that she has died. Unfortunately, she's passed on. That's what I was telling them. At least I hope I was telling them. You have to make these puffs. When I say puffs, I cut this little piece of leather, and you put the leather over the fire. Then you pull it off, and that's a puff of smoke. You've deprived it of oxygen. And another puff, and another puff. You just keep putting the leather on the fire and taking it off. I had all kinds of firewood. I was sitting in a goddamn bald eagle nest that was six feet in diameter. I mean, there's nothing more I can do with that. I mean, I, I'm not going to feel guilty about that. I sent out the fucking smoke signals, didn't I, simp? I sent out smoke signals to her tribe leaders, to whoever it is in that thing. They'll find her, they'll pick her up, and they'll fucking do whatever they have to do. Burn her body on a on an elevated tray of sticks, send her out in a fucking a bunch of sticks on the water and burn her up there. I don't really know. Now, in Michigan, we have Indian burial mounds all over the place that are all protected. I mean, really protected, because the whole goddamn state was inhabited by Indians. They never mention that now there, though. Only talk about his Jeeps here and Land Rovers. They never mention any shit like that. Man, you should have seen her running flaps. Even falling down when I looked at her, she was still fucking standing with the divining rods and her legs spread. She looked so fucking sexy. She was like a superhero flying down the length of the tree, 150 feet. Her legs were spread. She looked like I expected her to start to slowly aim up like to pull out of the dive and aim up and fly somewhere else or fly back. I expected it, but that didn't happen. It was the biggest goddamn thud you ever heard, like a hundred-pound bag of cement that hadn't been mixed yet that fell off fell off of something, fell off the Empire State Building into the dirt. It had to be dirt, though. I had to fall into that. That's what it was like. It was really a sad kind of thing. I sent the smoke signals. I tried to identify the tribe. I tried to find the other bitch. I can't find her. Well, shit happens. That's the kind of life that I have. When you're actively involved in a life where you're pursuing life, actually chasing it, this is a shit you have to encounter. It's like if you're a, you meet a guy who's very, very wealthy. He's likely killed some people. That's just the shit that comes with the territory. You have to understand that. So while I'm standing up there, man, it's incredible. While I'm standing up on the bird nest, this bald eagle nest, 
I'm thinking of fucking three wick candles. I'm thinking of the chick I porked, the chink that wanted the memory of me. I'm thinking of all that. Now, chinks aren't like that. They're not this little China doll. They're bulldogs. They'll scream the fuck out of you. They can't connect. They don't like handicapped people. This is the honest to God truth. I don't want nothing like that. I want some chick that's always touching my cheek wherever I walk around. I'm walking to the mailbox. She's walking with me. She's gently caressing my cheek. I want that. I'm pulling weeds out of this fucking planters or whatever I've got, the bed of fucking flowers. I want her to goddamn get next to me on all four and move her head gently over, touch my cheek and, I'll, my cheek and then I bang her from the rear. This is the kind of woman I want. That's just the way it is. If I'm repairing a birdhouse and I'm reaching up, I want her to suck my cock to give me one other inch or two of reach. That's what happens when your cock gets sucked off. It's like a jack handle on a car, the old car you jack it up so you can repair a tire. I want a bitch like that. You don't want a chink. You don't want a North Korean or Korean. You just don't want it. I want something exotic, man. I want something exotic and uh, sensitive. I can't stand these American. No, you don't. You don't want nothing like that. Trust me when I tell you that. Well, I'm standing up on this fucking bald eagle nest, and I'm looking at the blood, which is beautiful. I'm looking at the blood. I pulled the shells out, the expended shells the, in the, out of the fucking wampum bag, leather bag I had. I looked at that, and I thought, how the fuck did that go off? Why did I not have the safety on? Why? Why didn't I have the safety on? I know better. I always have the fucking safety on. I know better. Years ago, I was in a hunter safeties a hunter safeties course. Hunter safety course? You had to get the certificate so you could go hunting. Years ago, I was in this course. I had a 12-gauge shotgun, and it was I was holding it, and the fucking thing went off. And I remember blowing away the person that was in front of me. That was a, It sounds funny, man. I blew the person the fuck away, honest to God. And they ran around a little while while they were still alive. It was an accident. So long as it's a legit accident, you're okay. I hit the trigger. I tripped on something. I think it was a dead deer was a skeleton of a dead deer, and I went back to look, and I remember an arrow was sticking out of the deer's rib cage. Someone had shot the fucking deer, couldn't find it. It died out there. Nobody ate it. It was a kind of a waste. So I'm standing up on this fucking, on top of the bald eagle nest, all this goddamn drama that had gone on with me, and I'm thanking the Lord for this day. This is the day the Lord hath made. I'm doing all the shit you do, Christianity and the Torah, and I'm, I'm doing a whole goddamn thing thanking everybody, all the horses who put me here this moment for this experience. I'm looking out in the lake and out of the goddamn blue. That's what they say. I don't know what it means. It just comes to you. As I'm standing there looking towards the lake where my yard is, and I'm thinking, you know something? I just got a great idea. And I start to fucking hold my cock in my hand. And I got this great idea and I've got my cock in my hand. And I'm thinking, you know, if a woman drowns in the water, a bitch drowns in the water. She goes under, she falls off the ship. Even think the Titanic, you can go even that so far. They fall in the water. Well, if they were just getting fucked out, when they go in the water, when they drop, they drop to the bottom of the lake or the ocean, whatever it is, they're going to blow a pussy fart out. Well, that pussy fart, in essence, is just a big bubble, a way bigger bubble than a fart bubble. A gigantic bubble. The cunt is huge. It can hold a lot of air. It gets packed into that fucking cunt because the cock's like a fucking piston compressing that air into that fuck hole. When she goes down underwater, she's down there. She's sunk. She blows a pussy fart. That pussy fart gets trapped on a ledge, on a hook, on a hole. 
on some cave-like thing. That fart could never come out. That bubble will never pop. It could be there for hundreds of fucking years. Isn't that incredible? It could be there for hundreds of years. If you could find that pussy fart where the chick drowned, she's just a skeleton now down there, but her pussy fart's trapped under a ledge, a rock ledge. There it is. The last thing she blew out of her cunt, she fucking took... She took the dick from six Chicanos. She did some Mexicans. She did some Iraqis, some Chaldeans. She went around the fucking world with her cunt. She blows this fucking pussy fart out. If I could get to that, extract the air in it, I could get a perfect blueprint of what she is, who she fucked, what she likes to do. I know all her secrets by that pussy fart when I analyze the air inside of it. The air the hairs, the scabs, the shit, the cum, the saliva, whatever was in that room where she was fucking, I have it all inside this pussy fart bubble that's been trapped in the lake that I'm on top of. Well, that's going to be the next thing I'm going to do. Mofo, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that, and I'm going to understand women. I'm going to unlock the key to a bitch. I'm going to know instantly how to get them to spread their goddamn legs and drop their drawers because people like you need some fucking help. Working and working, aging and aging, eventually happen to settle for some bloated skag. You don't want that, some bloated fucking chick. You don't want that. I'm going to find out what they are. Thanks to pussy fart bubbles trapped in the ocean. I'm not going to go to the ocean. But can you imagine when the Titanic went down? How many of those parasail-holding bitches with their goddamn Victorian dress on, how many of them went down? They were taking dick all night long, eating shrimp and lobster, got a dick up their ass, a dick in their cunt. How many of them, when they went in the ocean and blew the pussy fart, I could dissect them. All these pussy fart bubbles over there in Nova Scotia, wherever the fuck it is, Hampton, Southampton, whatever the fuck it is, there are all these pussy bubbles still there trapped under ledges, the last fucking thing, the last sound this bitch made, the last mark she made, the same with the lake here. Dozens of people have died in this lake. All the water in Michigan are really deep. They're all little babies, all wanting to be Lake Superior, and they want Lake Superior to love them. Hey, look at me over here, Lake Superior. I could be just like you. I'm a little lake. I'm deep too. Come on. All the bitches that have drowned out here when they were fucking, I'm going to get her. I'm going to get a proper fucking scuba diving suit, and I'm going to dive in this fucking lake by me, and I'm going to fucking find pussy, pussy fart bubbles trapped under ledges, trapped in caves, trapped inside boats and ships that are in the water. I'm going to find them. You know, they find a ship in the water, even a small boat. There's always air bubbles trapped above, say, where the guy steers the boat in the galley. There's always bubbles there in the helm. There's always bubbles up there floating or trapped under the ceiling. Those could be pussy farts. And I know that I'm going to unfucking, I'm going to find the secret. I'm going to uncover what really is, what's in the fucking cunt, what they like to fuck, what they like to do. Honest to God, you could find rubber in that pussy fart. You could find wood chips, the molecules of wood chips, her fucking, the arms on a, on a chair, her fucking the couch arm. Her fucking utensils. That's what bitches do. Quit building them up so goddamn high, imbecile. I don't do that. They come to my house like this prime driver who blew me this morning. Honest to God. They come to my house. I say, take your pants off. I'm not kidding you. Take your pants off. Take your brassiere off. Take it off now. They don't like to call it a brassiere anymore. They call it a bra. 
sounds more feminine. It doesn't sound as controlling. I call it a brassiere. And if they tell me they're wearing, not wearing panties and they were in underwear just like me, now the trouble fucking starts. I'm not kidding you. Fuck stick. Hang on, will ya? Shit I say is shit you should understand. <coughs> I'm not mental. I'm not insane. I have the knowledge. I have the key. And I'm going to have the key more when I start fucking taking out, dissecting, examining the air in trapped pussy fart bubbles. You think they do? Man, they're going down. They just took dick all night. That's how it is. They're having one exciting moment and all of a sudden the whole fucking thing shuts off and now they're torpedoing down to the bottom of the sea or the bottom of the lake and their last movement is to blow a pussy fart which is actually their enemy because the pussy fart will propel them faster to the bottom they hate themselves up fuck stick didn't they You've been listening to the one and only My dick is enormous. There is no escape. We meet at the big clock. In cyberspace, it's dark out there in cyberspace. It's scary out there in cyberspace. You're out there in cyberspace. You're frozen with fear. You don't know what to do. You're looking up. You're looking down. You're looking to the right. You're looking to the left. It's windy out. You don't know what to do. You're frozen. Till eventually and quite abruptly, you hear this distant chiming clock in the background. And you follow the chiming clock until it gets louder and louder and louder. Eventually bringing you upon this brightly illuminated place in cyberspace. There are thousands of people there. They're holding hands. They're smiling. They've been waiting for you. There's that thing that brought you to this place in the first place. It's a tower. A hundred, hundred and fifty feet tall. Brown bricks, tan mortar. Way at the top of this tower is a glass bezel. It's a clock. It's backlit. And above that is this chimey bell-like thing that brought you to this place in the first place. And you know why you're at this place in the first place. You're here to clear out your pains, your frustrations, your aches, your woes, your disappointments, your hurts. The person that died on you, the ramen noodles you're sick of eating, the credit cards you can't pay off, the apartment you can't pay for, the house you think you'll maybe never own, the bitch who left you, the guy who left you. You're here to clear all those pains and frustrations out. And how do we do that? Well, the moment you heard my voice, you were instantly 
and automatically filled up with this highly absorbent orange-colored solution. It's been inside your body sloshing about this entire recording. And now, at the end of this recording, we lie you gently down, we pop the corks in your toes, and all of that highly absorbent orange-colored solution comes gushing out of your body. Look at it. It's forming a small mini lake alongside you. It's orange-colored. It's rusty. It stinks. It's toxic. We shake your feet getting out the last drops of highly absorbent orange-colored solution and replace the corks in your toes. You can't believe how good you feel. You feel like you can go on another second, another minute, another day, another hour, another year, maybe infinitely. It doesn't matter that a friend of yours is making $250,000 a year and lives in a million-dollar house. It doesn't matter that another friend of yours has got the best-looking bitch you've ever seen or another friend of yours has the best-looking dude you've ever seen. None of that shit matters. All that matters is how good you feel right now. You know you can feel this good anytime you want to. Anytime you're in duress, anytime you feel like you can't go on another second, all you gotta do is think of the big chiming clock in cyberspace where you meet your pal, your friend, Norm Augustinus. And instantly and almost automatically, you'll feel refreshed and clear. You know the best part of this recording, the most important part of this recording, at least to me, is that for one hour, we were friends. Friend, I enjoyed myself. I hope you did too. Write me, normaugustinus at gmail.com. Tune in again for another exciting episode from the amazing mind of Norm Augustinus. Dear Patty, I have come up with an amazing online opportunity for myself, and I'd like you to be a part of it. Let me explain. I have a website called Blowtorch Panties. On this site, I sell soiled panties, and in the crotch of these panties is a 2-inch in diameter hole. But that's not all. Once the hole has been bored into the crotch of the soiled panty, I use a blowtorch, and I burn the edges of the round hole. That's why I call my site Blowtorch Panties. People will think that a massive cock drilled its way through the panty, and because it was big and hot, it melted its way through the soiled panties and charred the edges of the panty hole as the cock entered the woman's hungry cunt. Patty, if you send me $1.2 million, you can be the blowtorch operator that chars the edges of the huge holes bored into the soiled panties at my new company, Blowtorch Incorporated. Please send the check immediately if you want to be a part of this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Love, Norman. P.S. I bumped into your big-titted little sister at the public library. She was in the fossil auditorium. When your big-titted little sister saw me, she pulled off her pants, panties, and brassiere, and then she climbed into the giant open mouth of a fully intact skeleton of a Tyrannosaurus Rex. While she was in the jaws of the T-Rex, I lifted her perspiring, goose-pimpled torso so that the one gigantic tooth that still remained in the jaw of the T-Rex was directly under your big-titted little sister's wet, throbbing cunt. 
Patty? At that point, your big-titted little sister steadied herself by clutching onto the upper jaw of the T-Rex while I moved the bottom jaw of the T-Rex up and down hundreds of times. The enormous T-Rex tooth was dripping in vaginal juices as it was rammed into your big-titted little sister's hungry cunt again and again. Patty, your big-titted little sister was fucking the prehistoric tooth of a T-Rex. Isn't that fucked up? What's more, she came hundreds of times. Has anyone ever done something like that? Attention, Fossil Auditorium attendees. This is Baloney Pony, the Fossil Auditorium manager. Right now, if you head over to the T-Rex display, you'll notice that a man is fucking a woman with the tooth of the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Look up, look way up at the T-Rex jaw. The unknown man gracefully moves the T-Rex jaw up and down as the grateful woman comes again and again. You got it, tooth in, tooth out, and there's no telling when they'll stop. The lucky gal is fucking a big prehistoric tooth. Ladies, your wish is my command. Head over to the Fossil Auditorium counter and you can have your very own big T-Rex fuck tooth too. You don't need a prehistoric intact T-Rex skeleton. You just need a strong horny man that can bang out your cunt with a very heavy old tooth. Ladies, the tooth is 12 inches long and guaranteed to be genuine. You know you can take it all. Only $49.95. This has been Baloney Pony, the auditorium manager. That is all. Fuck! Oh. Fuck! Oh. Fuck! Oh. Fuck! Oh. Fuck! Oh. Women are constipated three times more than men. When you're walking down the halls and your balls hit the walls, it's a rupture.